Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez. And joining us on the show today is a very special guest. It is the one and only Megan Norris with Bodies Reimagined at Louisiana. Megan, how is it going? Happy Thursday. How are you feeling today? Happy Thursday. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Slow day, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it definitely is. And uh, we appreciate you being here. We're excited to have you on. And we're about ready to dive into the nitty gritty here of what you have going on with Body Bodies Reimagined. But first, let's take a step back and give the viewers some perspective. So if you can, Megan, in your own words, how would you describe Bodies Reimagined and what you guys do? Um, so I am, you know, from a small town in Louisiana. Um, I moved um, about six years ago to where I'm currently at. So like I was at a smaller place. Um, I, whenever I moved here, um, I was staying with my dad and my grandma who had Parkinson's and dementia. Um, and I also moved out here with a one and two year old. Um, no, a three week old and a one year old at the time. I'm sorry. Um, so whenever I moved here, you know, like I got a job and everything, but taking care of the girls and my my dad and my grandma, you know, it was really hard on me. Um, so I wanted to do something that, you know, I can control my own schedule. I can, you know, help. I still want to help people. Um, I've always had a passion of helping people. Um, so one of my friends back home from Lafayette, you know, just kind of asked me, you know, well, what do you think about training? You know, like you've been an athlete all your life. You've been, you know, helping people in the workout room all your life. So why not, you know, focus on that? So that's kind of where, you know, Bodies Reimagined started. Um, I started, you know, just guest hosting. We only have really one gym here. Um, so I started, you know, training in there um, and then training at our high school track. And then from there, you know, every all of my clients were like, you need your own building, you need your own building. So that's kind of where, you know, I got in today. Um, and then, yeah, so like, I just basically, I help women, you know, like, and, with me, like a lot of people have told me like, this is kind of a therapy session too, because like I do a lot of one-on-ones and then like small groups of friends. Um, so it's also a therapy session for them. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where we're at. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's a great explanation. And I appreciate you sharing the story behind it. Um, and so let's start with the basics here, Megan. I mean, how many clients are you serving currently? So currently... I'm not serving that many. I'm transitioning now um, from online, uh, yeah, from the studio to like online and like kind of, you know, just mobile with it. Um, right now, I currently have about seven clients. Um, so yeah, I also work somewhere else. So it's always something. Yeah, yeah, no, no. And, and, and look, there's no, there's no number that we're looking for for specifically. And I think at the end of the day, like we have people who come in here with zero clients are just getting started. And some people have a thousand, right? It's not a really a, a range or a battle between anything. It's really a matter of where you're at. And obviously we know you're trying to get somewhere else. So no matter what, I think even then, you know, I know you've been over for maybe two years now, right? So it's, even if you're you know fighting back from COVID, people are still, you know, battling back the pandemic time. So, and that's okay. Um, and so I like to ask this question to you though, Megan, which is how do most of your clients find you or learn about you to get interested and walk through the door? Um, so right now, most of them, well, pretty much all of them are from word of, word of mouth. 
um, you know, just my clients telling other people, posting me on social media and stuff like that. So just word of mouth. Yeah. Okay. And so now let's say this, Megan, let's say leads, traffic, clients, all these things were unlimited per se. I mean, how much higher could you go than that seven mark? I mean, what was your highest and how much higher could you go from there? Um, so my peak position was like normally around April, whenever school let out, that's kind of, you know, everybody wanted to spend time with their family, go on vacation. Um, I was doing up to 32 clients um, just here in the studio. Um, and then like I'll do, you know, I have some stuff going on. Like I was doing like a um, group challenge, you know, through Zoom and online and stuff like that. So that I had about 25 clients in there too. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so is the priority now going to be all online or is it going to be in person? Or yes. Both? My ultimate goal is to be completely online. Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. And so for you, I mean, what we've been discussing this entire podcast and what I, I think we use most often in the gym and fitness world are three pillars of business, right? And it's going to be your lead generation, which is your marketing, right? Mm -hmm. Your acquisition, which is just your sales, getting somebody from being interested to being a paying client. And then you have your retention and ascension, which is keeping your clients longer, but getting them to buy more from you in that process. So of those three, Megan, where do you feel like you could improve the most? Um, probably all of them. Um, you know, definitely lead generation. I definitely want to expand more um, and, you know, just help out as many people as I can. Um, so definitely lead generation. I probably would say sales, though, because like I I get nerd. Like once I'm OK and I'm comfortable, like I'm, I'm OK with, you know, like talking, but like just putting myself out there more, you know, and like actually talking is kind of, you know, that's where I probably struggle with the most. Yeah. And I appreciate the honesty and transparency. I think it's hard for everybody, right? I mean, I don't think you started this business to be a sales professional or a marketing professional. I think you started it because you want to be a fitness professional and that's okay. You know, I think there's always room for improvement and you will improve. And I think it's just a matter of like, which direction do you want to focus on first? Right. And so I've got two more questions for you, Megan, my two favorite questions, which I know you kind of mentioned this already, but mm -hmm. um, if you want to put it like in like a 30 second little explanation you know what's the bigger picture view five ten years down the road with you and bodies reimagined um so five ten years from now i do want to be you know completely online i want to have that freedom of you know just traveling um but still helping people um so like i have a membership club that like i'm trying to promote right now and trying to expand um where i'll post every month you know a new fitness uh a new um strength workout a new cardio workout some recipes you know um and then I was also um doing extreme hip-hop um which is kind of like a aerobic step workout with like hip-hop R&B music um so like I'll post you know every month I want to just keep posting new stuff so that way people can you know not have to do the same thing over and over but yes yeah okay and so last question which is my favorite question you know Megan if you can go back in time here to when you first started the gym and sit yourself down with the knowledge you have now and give yourself that one piece of advice you think you really needed to hear when you first started the gym what would that advice be for you um just go out on faith you know um like fear holds a lot of people back 
and you know like I just put yourself out there more basically um don't be afraid you know to go out with that knowledge and you know educate you know not belittle anybody but just educate people more and step out on faith definitely step out on faith <clears throat> there we go Megan it's a good place to wrap things up on this episode but before we sign out I mean please if you have any social media Facebook website anything you have where can people find out more about you and the gym um so I do have a website on um, um and then all my social media handles I have Facebook and Instagram with the same at bodies reimagined there we go there we go. We absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast. I look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. If you don't mind sticking around for two more seconds, just want to let you know how you can get the podcast. I'd really appreciate it. Okay. And um, I'm just going to go ahead and sign everybody else out over here. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, no problem. And to everybody else who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit the like and subscribe button. And if you want to come and join us, talk about your fitness business, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords podcast. I will be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on the show are Rachel and Nick from United CrossFit out of Raleigh. That's a hard word for me. North Carolina. Welcome to the show, guys. How are you today? Doing good. We're doing great. Awesome. Excited for both of you guys to be here today to really learn more about your CrossFit facility. Before we dive into, you know, the business side of what you have going on, which is obviously what we're here to discuss today, I would love to hear a little bit of background, you know, what was it ultimately, I guess this is a question more so for Rachel, like what was it that made you decide to go into business with United CrossFit, open up this gym, become a gym owner? It's a crazy crazy kind of business. So what made you make that decision? Well, first I need to do one little small correction. It's United Fitness CrossFit only because there is a United CrossFit in another city and we'll get in trouble with, with headquarters if we don't correct you there. Thanks for uh, correcting me. Yeah, no problem. I love that. Um, that's a great question. We actually, I was a member of the gym. It was called another name which shall not be mentioned here at the time and I loved it it changed my life I went from just running and having a lot of joint pain to suddenly my entire body was under my control it felt like it you know and I I loved it I felt like I had control of my health again and um, I was able to do everything I could to be a fully functioning human being and I loved that and so I got really involved in the gym I loved everybody I'm super social so I uh, got really involved and then we didn't love some of the things that were happening. Um, we didn't love the way that they were treating the staff and we didn't love the, uh, 
the marketing campaigns and a lot of uh, bait and switch kind of modeling that they did. And, and we just kind of had enough. And so a big group of the community got together and and proposed to the owners like, hey, let us take this over. We live here, we love this place, this is our home, like let us buy it from you. And they let us eventually. And so it's kind of been dwindled down to um, two uh, owners now. It's my husband and I that are the primary owners of the gym, but we've got an amazing board of advisors that helps us that are really involved in the community and know well. Um, they are uh, partial owners and so they, talk us through big decisions and help us with the hiring process and help us hire this guy, Nick, who's on this call here. And uh, they make it great. They make it an amazing place. And we've seen, we've seen lives transformed from me and then my husband now this past year, he's gotten more involved and uh, it's been pretty incredible. So we just wanted to see more of that, more lives transformed from our staff to, um, to every member of our community. That's kind of like the best feeling is like when it's something that has personally impacted you. And now you're able to really use that and see other people's lives transforming feels really, really good. Um, so now you guys have United Fitness CrossFit. Give me your best elevator pitch of who you are, what services you guys provide. Just paint that picture for our listener here. Um, Cause you know, CrossFit gyms are, are all a little bit different and I want to really understand who you are at United Fitness CrossFit. Yeah. Um, so my, my elevator pitch, um, we are, um, we are under one roof and we're united through what we do. Um, it doesn't matter where you've come from, um, what your fitness background is, your, um, ethnicity, your age, it doesn't matter. Um, what brings us together is, um, the unification of, of wanting to get better, of wanting to, to make a change, um, in your life um, for the better in the sense of health and fitness. And that's why ultimately it was United Fitness CrossFit. Um, because it, once you step into the building, we're all united, we're all doing the same thing. It may look a little different here and there, but, um, it's, it's all for the same goal and the same mindset. Um, we offer CrossFit primarily. Um, that's what we're all about. That's what we've, uh, been about for a little bit. Um, we also offer a little bit more of a hit style training. Um, it used to be called tempo. It's getting a, a little bit of a facelift, if you will, um, to, to revitalize it, to revamp it up a little bit. And we're calling it sweat now. Um, just gives it a little bit more ring. It's pretty easy to understand what you're going to do in that class. Uh, you should basically going to sweat. Um, and so those are the, the two things that we're really uh, focusing on. We have done nutrition. It's been a little lackluster as of lately, um, something that we plan on um, really hammering um, soon, trying to work at one thing at a time. So, yeah, yeah. So primarily CrossFit, but you also mentioned like the sweat kind of hit class. And I think that's a really cool concept to add into the CrossFit space because so many of our members, like when they initially join, they're so um, intimidated by the idea of CrossFit. So if we can offer something more that's like, hey, this is, you know, our cardio class, this is our hit class, this is where you can go if you don't want to touch the barbell, like that's so, that's so cool that you do that for your community and it really opens up the market of people that, that will want to work with us. Um, so on top of, you know, the hit classes, on top of the CrossFit classes, do you guys offer personal training or semi-private training at all? Yep. Yeah, we do. Um, it's not a huge, um, 
thing for us. Um, we've offered it in the past and we've definitely um, offered it like to individuals. Let's say they're trying to work on a movement or work on X, Y, or Z, um, their goals and everything. Um, some people take it, some people don't, um, but it's definitely not uh, a, a huge part of our, our gym. I would say with 2020, we had to kind of trim the fat of our business. We were pretty diversified prior to that. And when COVID hit, everything changed. We had to really simplify and know what we were good at. And we were good at CrossFit. And we could do that, whether it was over the computer or um, on their cell phone. You know, our staff did an amazing job. We're, you know, one of a few gyms that really kind of made it through that un unscathed. <laughs> we never went in the red, not even one month. And that was the mercy of, you know, the Lord Jesus. And it was also the mercy of our landlord and some other programs that we took advantage of, but we really simplified everything and kind of trimmed the fat a lot. But this past year, we have been able to kind of rebuild. So we're relaunching the sweat program. Um, and that'll be a pretty big portion of our business, as well as um, Nick has also done a really good job vamping our onboarding with clients. So personal training, like you said, is not really a big part of our business because group fitness is where we get that united. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but personal training has been a really great tool for him, especially with people that were new to CrossFit to walk them through um, the very basic skills of, okay, grab this PVC pipe. Now let me teach you what a clean is. <laughs> you know, that's pretty complex for somebody who's new. Um, so that's mainly what we use that for. Yeah, definitely. Of course, you know, being that we are CrossFit, that's always going to be our niche. That's going to be what we're good at. And I think it's so important there. You mentioned um, you know, during COVID, you really guys tried to focus in on our, or rebuilding after COVID, focus in on what it is that is your niche that you are really, really good at. And now you're in a point where you can kind of try to rebuild. Um, you mentioned utilizing personal training as kind of an onboarding. Is that something that all of your clients go through or is it just kind of on an as needed basis? Um, if anyone who is brand new to fitness, I would say even exercising, um, then yes, it is something that we actually mandate um, for clients to do. Um, we believe that it's never good to just throw people into the deep end of the pool. Um, and we never want to just be like, all right, I hope you can follow along. Hope you can do well. Um, we want to make sure that they have at least an initial grasp of the movement um, and the, um, the terminology. And bigger picture even from the there is I want to make a friend like um, the, the way you're going to keep someone, the way you're going to um, have someone be a lifelong member is if you can build that trust, if you can make a friend with them. So I want to know, I want to know their dog's name. I want to know where their grandma went for vacation last year. Like I want to know the details of their life because when I can relay that back to them, they realize, Hey, this person, this person cares. And this person is, is, got my back and has my best interests in mind. And like, that's the, that's the whole reason we're doing this, you know? Yeah, no, that makes a huge difference. And I would say very similarly to you, I try to get to know each individual. Um, being that we're in Central Florida, we have tons of people here who speak Spanish, who speak Portuguese. And like, I and my staff like go out of our way to like learn greetings and 
um, different like words of encouragement to tell these people in their language when they're under the roof with us, because it does just make a difference. Like when we show that we care for, for these people, they're going to feel really good. And that helps their retention helps them stick around for the long haul. Mm. Um, so, you know, we kind of talked about personal training, but let's kind of talk about the membership piece. Um, do you have different tiers of memberships available? Is it just one membership? Is it pay per class? Kind of how does that work under your roof? We have two, uh, I guess we have, uh, what we call our first 90 day program. That's going to be for people who are brand new to CrossFit. Um, the first 90 days, the, uh, the only like contract that we have, um, it gives people the, uh, the ample amount of time, hopefully to. Um, learn the movements, get the technique down, and then start to pick up intensity um, once they've got that down. And then that's when they start to see results. That's when they start to get a grasp of it. Um, instead of doing it for one month and saying, this is like, I'm not getting it. Like, I, I mean, I'm not going to do this anymore. Um, so that's our first one. That's for anyone who's new to our gym, who's never done fitness before, they'll go through that. Um, for everybody else, it's two different memberships. We have unlimited so you can come to as many classes as you want during the week, um, including uh, any open gym slots that we have. And then we have three times a week, um, which is, I think it boils down to like what, 12 classes a month. Um, and we believe that at three times a week, you can make, like you can still make progress towards your goals. You can still um, make, you know, still achieve your goals and not have to just constantly be fighting the the rest of the things you do in the week, you know? Yeah, no, that definitely makes sense. I do like that you kind of give the option of unlimited three times a week. You're not giving really anything less than the three times a week. I think that that's really, really important. Um, just because like, if our clients are only coming in like once a month, because a lot of gyms offer like a or once a week, like a four times per month option, we're really not giving them the resources that they need to be successful. And that's when we see like cancels and stuff like that. Cause you know, if you're not seeing results, why would you stick around? Yeah. Um, so within those memberships, how many members do you guys have right now? Um, we have about 120. Okay. And with 120 members, is that a place where you guys are feeling pretty confident, pretty comfortable, or are you in a position where you're looking to hit the gas, welcome more members in and grow the family? I mean, I'm always looking to hit the gas, you know, um, uh, need for speed. Um, we definitely could use, um, I, I mean, we always want more. We want to grow. We want to, we want to get going. I would say that I'm not in the most uncomfortable position, um, but I'm definitely not having the, that cushion and that piece of like, oh yeah, you know what, if I, you know, take a break for a week or something, I, I feel like it, everything's okay. I definitely want to continue to grow and um and boost those numbers for sure yeah so since you guys are in a position where you do want to grow this is like 90 percent of us struggle with the, this one thing like how do we get new clients in the door no matter who you are i feel like that's one of the most challenging things about being in the fitness business so kind of what are you guys doing to aid that growth process how are you finding new clients we actually just, um, as we were talking about this sweat class, this is one of the ways that we've seen some of our members kind of fade away um, through the pandemic or through, you know, inconsistency. Um, so we're launching a sweat program to hopefully be an open door for, like you said, more people, but also as an on-ramp to where they would feel confident to attend a CrossFit class. We um, 
So with this program, we have um, a list of past clients and of clients that have either gone away or moved um, and then maybe moved back or they just haven't, maybe they had an injury. Sometimes it's like they fell off a roof and it's not our fault. And then other times we didn't equip them for the right movement and they did too much or weren't stable or whatever. And they had an injury, um, you know, something like that. So we're launching this class to kind of get people back in the door, get people comfortable again so that they can start working on their fitness goals. And to grow that class, we've got, you know, a list of past clients and a list of um, possible clients. And we've just been hammering them out with phone calls. And uh, this morning we had one of our staff bring breakfast to a real estate firm in the area and uh, just bringing flyers and talking to people, talking about their goals. And um, hopefully we'll do a good job following up with those people to get them to sign up and come on in, come on in the gym. Okay. So it sounds like a lot of like guerrilla marketing with people in the community going back, looking at past lists of clients, um, past leads, things like that. Are you guys utilizing social media at all? Is that a part of your growth? Um, we do. We have social media for sure. And we we try and use it, I would say, to the best of our ability. But if I'm being quite frank, we haven't seen anyone really use the social media piece as a finding way to our gym, um, as a, a map to the gym. I don't know how you would say it, but um, – we don't run any like ads or Facebook ads, Instagram ads, none of that stuff. We kind of believe in that storytelling model of uh, marketing where we don't necessarily want us to do that bait and switch of come on in for $90 for 90 days. You can get your fit on and we'll transform your body. Um, we have seen more success just celebrating, you know, our members and their stories and what incredible transformation we've seen in people and their stories motivate our people to tell their friends. And that mm -hmm. referral-based marketing seems to retain a lot better than the, you know, broad, um, I don't know what you would call it, but like the $99, you know. Yeah, those forms of marketing aren't smart anyways, because if we're devaluing our service to get people in the front door, like those people are just looking for a bargain anyway. They're not looking for lifelong results. However, you can utilize marketing advertising in the sense that you guys are talking about where you're sharing the actual stories of your clients. Um, you're utilizing, you know, real people, real success stories. And that can be something that entices somebody to, to join your facility. It doesn't always have to be a bargain um, that we advertise. Is there a reason why you guys haven't tried anything like that to, to drag people in? Because with referrals, I feel like the referrals are great because they're free, but it's really hard to predict our growth. Um, we don't know how quickly we're going to get referrals and we can have a month where we have five referrals and then a month where we have none. So it's very, very difficult to kind of predict that. So talk to me a little bit about why you guys haven't tried any form of advertising. Um, so we actually have, we have done advertising before. We have done Facebook ads. Um, we've done Instagram things. Um, I, I mean, we still do post on Instagram, like explaining who we are and like celebrating through a picture, whatever the case may be, and click on the link in our bio to, you know, get yourself started. But um, with Facebook ads, um, I mean, I'll be brutally honest, they're, they're, uh, 
lot to learn in Facebook ads. Um, I went through and did some, and we saw little to no success on Facebook ads. Um, maybe I pulled the plug too early um, on them um, to really see any sort of like actual fruit come from that. But um, I mean, in my opinion, it felt like it was like putting money into a, you know, a black hole and I was not getting like anything back from it. And again, like maybe I was just too, you know, like, oh, this isn't working. And I'm, you know, like, cut it off. Felt like I was wasting money. Um, and so, and then after that point, I basically have just never really thought twice about running another ad like that. Yeah. I mean, if we've been burned, we spend money, we don't make money. Like why would we just go try it again? That's nobody wants to do that. Whether you're a business yeah. or not, if we don't get our return on investment back, um, typically it's just not worth it to try it again. I do know, like, I have a very similar story to you in the sense that like we were on Facebook, we fell into the trap of like boosting posts. And I, I when I first started, I had no idea that that was any different than running an ad campaign. So we would boost posts and then like, it is like you're throwing money, like literally down the toilet, nothing happens. You might get a few extra likes on that post, but you don't get any money or any clients. And it just feels like a waste of money. Um, I, I fell down that trap, did that for a while. And then I was very apprehensive to ever try any form of advertising again and only refer like worked with referrals. Um, but I had to realize that that wasn't quite enough for where I wanted to go. So it's always an option to just kind of keep your, your mind open, your ears open to learning how to do that. Cause Facebook is tricky, but beneficial in today's world. Um, but to move on, I want to make sure we have time to touch on other topics. Talk to me a little bit, you know, I think there's just as much value talking about the good stuff as there is the stuff that has been challenging. So for both of you, what would you consider to be the biggest business related challenge that you've faced um, as manager, as business owner of this um, CrossFit facility? Hmm. You want me to go first, Nick? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Nick has been so hard to deal with. No, I'm just <laughs> I think um, our biggest, biggest challenge prior to the pandemic, our biggest challenge was retention. Since the pandemic, I think, honestly, recently I'll say we have a lot of clients that joined our gym about eight to 10 years ago. And so they have... Um, they have a different body that they did eight to 10 years ago. And so for us, we have been utilizing the level method, not quite exactly as the level method is, but we have created our own like color divisions to try to adapt for athletes with, um, with different needs, you know, different um, skill levels and different, uh, not even just needs, but like their goals align more with you know, overall health and longevity rather than um, personal records and all of that. And so we have um, a challenge, I would say, with mindset, a long time, helping them transition into approaching each workout differently. And so for my staff, you know, they're all young and they do an incredible job adapting to the needs and to the specific uh, goals of each athlete, but it's just, it's impossible to know how they're feeling 
and if what they're feeling is a mindset issue or if it's a physical issue. And so I'd say that's one of our biggest challenges as of recent is um, helping adjust the workout or customize each workout to the mindset and to the physical needs of each client. Because somebody comes in and they're saying, I don't want to do that because I don't want to push myself. But the next person next to them says, I don't want to do that. And what they mean is my joints are really hurting and I need to take it slow. And so it's hard for us. Uh, it's hard for me because I'm not in the gym, you know, every day, every class, the way that Nick is. Uh, he knows these athletes so much better, but it's just, I would say, and Nick, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but that's been one of our bigger challenges, especially this past year. Everybody kind of took took things differently during the pandemic, and now that they're back at it, they're not back at it like they were eight to ten years ago. They're back at it like they are now, after some time off, and so that's been a challenge for us is to kind of begin again uh, with that good mindset of focus on the longevity, but yeah, getting into the uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, props to you guys for using the levels method. I do think that that is a good way to kind what of think Nick, you have something to add to that. I think we're kind of skipping around a little bit here. Maybe the, the yeah, kind of lost that last bit. Yeah. Um, anyway, what I was saying is props to you for using the levels method. I think that that's really smart, Rachel, like for what you're talking about, we're, you know, in this CrossFit model, we're going to have people that are in the very beginning of their journey, people who have been in their journey for years and years and years and need to kind of tone it down a little bit. So with the levels method, we're able to kind of put people in their place, depending on, you know, where they're at. But it kind of sounds like accountability wise, motivation wise, like getting people to the right spot has been a little bit challenging. And with 120 members, like everybody's at a different place. So that is, you know, hard to kind of find that piece. But to add to that, Nick, you know, being that you are in the day to day of the business every single day, what would you consider to be the biggest challenge that you see business wise? Um, the um, man. This is like a, a big old question. Um, I would say the hardest part that it's been so far um, is just juggling the different um, the different roles. Uh, and I know that a lot of gym owners, um, especially when they're starting out, they're probably wearing all of the hats. They're wearing all the hats or at least the majority of the hats. And they need to, um, you know, pick and choose which hat to wear at with times and, and make sure that things get done and, um, for a while, uh, it was basically up to, up to myself to, to wear all the hats. Um, and so focusing on the right thing, there was times where it was like, all right, I'm all in on, on like keeping people accountable, make sure that the mindset is right. And then it was like, well, this part is starting. I need to get people in the door. So let me focus on getting people into the door and, um, it's a lot. It's a lot to try to manage every every aspect of it, um, and to um, to do it with your your you know best foot forward each and every day. Um, and so I would say that is primarily the the, the toughest part about the business um, is just making sure that everything runs as well as it possibly can, as smooth as it possibly can, and then making sure that your current members are 
um, satisfied. Your current members are achieving the things they want to achieve, that they're happy, that they're, they're healthy, and then bringing in a new set of client base that is the same way that can meld into that group um, has been a challenge and has been good and bad. Yeah. But figuring out like the right systems to have in place so that you can simultaneously grow and take care of your current members. Cause what happens a lot of times is when gyms focus on the idea of growth and finding new clients, they grow, 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 grow. And then people are constantly leaving. But what we want to do is like actually keep the people that we have and grow. So we're seeing like a real, a real growth in the gym um, and that everybody's mm-hmm. taking care of. We're still creating that quality experience that we had when we were smaller um, for our bigger growing kind of population. Um, What do you feel like has to happen, Nick, for that kind of challenge to be eliminated for you? Um, Well, I mean, it's already like, it's already somewhat been eliminated. Hiring another person full-time to coach more of the classes um, gives me um, more time to work on the business as opposed to work in the business. Um, and so now that my schedule is been freed up just a little bit, instead of taking that hour, um, and just coaching, um, which I love, but, um, I can now work on the other things that need to be, need to be addressed. Um, I think a huge way, um, to get people is making sure that your website is on point, making sure that you're, it has the right ways to get people in the door to get the leads to, um, so that you can follow up with. Um, it allows me to meet with the members um, and talk about, hey, like, how are things going in your life? Like, are you happy with the, the results that you're getting? Are you stuck? Like, why haven't you been coming in? Um, you haven't been here for the past two weeks. Like, what's going on? Um, beforehand, I never felt like I could, you know, take that time to, to go and meet with them or talk with them and just like have a combo because I was running around like crazy. But now that I have more time, it allows me to work and, and really be intentional with people, um, intentional with building the right systems and um, creating um, a smooth process um, throughout the gym. Yeah, and I'll just wrap Nick for one quick Rachel, we're losing you, by the way. He's done incredible. I was very available. Can you hear me? No? We can hear you now. Oh, man, you can't hear me. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay, well, hopefully it, it stays there. I just wanted to brag on Nick for a minute. I was... Uh, not feeling great. The day we hired the full-time guy as a part-timer in February, I Mm -hmm. went to the hospital that night because I wasn't feeling great. And I didn't leave for almost eight months, basically. And so he has completely just taken over the entire business and run it so smoothly and has been able to ensure a great experience and the best hour of their day for our clients for like eight months, basically completely alone. So he's, he's done incredible. And yes, we're ready to grow now that we're in a new season, but um, he has been like, we always compare ourselves to the duck with the feet under the water that are Mm -hmm. going a thousand yeah, oh, you're starting to, starting to skip. Like, but they look smooth on top. That's been him. Yeah. Him. 
he's been sweating. Yeah, I think it's, I think what we, you started to skip a little bit there. But um, um, yeah, we're really proud of him and thankful for his hard work. It's kept the business afloat for sure. Yeah, it makes a difference to have somebody like Nick on your team. Um, Somebody who wants to be his own boss and step it up. Yeah. Um, So, you know, I want to ask a question here, and it might be better for Nick to kind of answer this one just because I think that the um, audio is skipping around a little bit. Um, But last question that I have uh, that I like to ask on the podcast is like, if you could have a magic wand, all your dreams, all your goals for United Fitness CrossFit had come true, um, there's no limitations in terms of finances or anything, what would that picture look like for you? Oh, man. If I could wave a magic wand, boy, this now this is a good question. I'm ready for this one. Um, <laughs> man, I want to be, I wanna be the, the place in Raleigh. Um, and I think I say the place in Raleigh as opposed to the gym in Raleigh, because I want to be more than just uh, a CrossFit gym. I want to be more than just a fitness center. I want to be, um, a hub for community. I want to be a hub for, um, people to, to know that they have a place, um, of, of peace, like a safe place. I don't want that to sound terrible, but, um, a place where, um, it doesn't matter where you come from, who you are, the, the things you can do, the things you can't do. Um, you can come to United Fitness um, and you can work on yourself. You can meet great people and you can um, achieve the things that you want to achieve. Um, I have seen and been a part of many gyms that um, have really taken that to heart. And that is something that is always on my mind that's like the that's the end goal it doesn't even have to be the world's biggest facility I want to be um on everyone's everyone has heard about it everyone knows about what it is and who we are and what we stand for um and that's that's where I see United Fitness going that's where I can I can envision and uh and dream it and it's just the process of getting there which a magic wand would be great but um yeah, so yeah, being the hub at Raleigh. What has to happen for that to become a reality for you guys? Well, um, I think really dialing in um, the systems, like I said before, um, having this other person, I can really start to hammer uh, some of the, the things that have maybe seeped through the cracks um, and really make sure that we are um, – doing the things that we need to need to be doing. Um, I think that you, the Facebook ads, you know, maybe giving those another crack to, to get people the, the right clientele in the door, the ones who fit um, our, our vision of United Fitness, right? As opposed to the, the gimme, you know, bargain um, Facebook ad. Um, making sure that our current clientele um, are, are happy and healthy, like that they're, um, achieving the things that they want to do, um, that they're constantly um, progressing and, and happy with the services that we offer and having a level of accountability that um, that keeps them coming. So keeping our current members great, um, finding new ways like the Facebook ads to, to bring people in. Um, and then once we get to a certain spot, finding out ways that we can better the Raleigh community um, whether that be, um, charity, whether that be, um, community service events, things where, 
um, the the city of Raleigh can't help but say, oh yeah, United Fitness is a huge part of this or that, or they're always down to help. Yeah. I think you have your mind in the right place to make this kind of dream of being like this hub in your city, like a possibility. Um, And I really like your open-mindedness, like the fact that, you know, maybe you've tried something once, but like for the nutrition thing, like, you know, that you've tried, it hasn't been super successful, but it is something that can be successful and just having that open mind. Um, and maybe trying ads again, whatever it takes to take you to where you want to go. Um, having an open mind is a huge part of that. So um, I want to give you a chance here to shout out the Instagram, the Facebook for the gym. Where can our listeners go if they're interested in following along for your journey? Well, you can go to United Fitness CrossFit um, on Instagram or on Facebook. Um, and it's the same thing for our website as well. If you want to check that out. Um, give us any feedback as well. If you're listening to this and you're like, Hey, this is a good idea. You can do give it to me. I'm always open. Sweet. I love to hear that. Thank you again, Nick. Thank you, Rachel, for being here today. It was a pleasure having both of you listeners. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget if you want to stay notified about future episodes, please hit like, and subscribe. And if you want to join us for an episode here at the gym Lords podcast, Fill out the link in the description. We will be in touch with you soon. As always, until next time, Gym Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez. And joining us on the show today is a very special guest. It is the one and only Evan with Two-Tone Boxing Club out of Ohio. Evan, what's going on, man? Happy Tuesday. How are you feeling today? Feeling amazing, man. Staying busy. Doing good. There we go. Every day is a good day. Appreciate you being here. And uh, we're excited to have you on, man. And I think uh, I think we're about ready to dive into the nitty gritty here of what you have going on with Two Tone Boxing Club. So let's start with the bare bones basics. You know, how many members are you serving currently? Currently, we got about 250. We get a little bit of a lull in the summer, so we're recovering from that. But we fluctuate between maybe like 230 and 300. Okay. And so in your opinion, Evan, I mean, What's really been the best method of getting new people in through the door and interested? The best method, uh, Facebook ads are still unbeatable right now. I mean, we've tried everything. We do SEO, Google ads, 
uh, Instagram goes with Facebook. We've tried Nextdoor ads, mm. uh, Snapchat. We've done just about everything, but still Facebook wow. is still the champ. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I could definitely see why it is. And um, you know, I, I I like to always ask and get perspective on this, which is like, I mean, you're at 200 or 250 or so here. Let's say leads, traffic, clients, all these things were hypothetically unlimited. I mean, how much higher could you go? Uh, that's a great question. I mean, staffing is a continuous issue ever since COVID. Um, so it really depends on our staff. And we could open three more locations right now and fill them up pretty quick if we had the staff. I just, I don't. Well, yeah. No, I mean, it's I, it's kind of crazy to think that we're still in a, in a bounce back period, but we pretty much are. Um, and so it's crazy. Yeah. 300 is comfortable for us in one location. That's a good point. I think, yeah, I think, and also, I mean, as far as capacity goes, just for like square footage, I think there's a, a mark you could possibly hit. So um, now I like to know, because I am not, and you can let us know if you're not a one-man team, you can tell us you're not, but how are you able to manage tracking of 250 people? I mean, that's a lot, you know, and, yeah. and it's, Good. Yeah, I'm, if I'm being honest, I do I do next to nothing at the gym. I I'm a one man team in terms of ownership, but I have a large team underneath me. I have about 15 employees. Oh, wow. um, most are part time. I have three full time employees underneath me. Uh, a manager that handles all the day to day operations. Uh, I have a sales manager who handles all the sales stuff, and I got a lead trainer who handles all the training. So, gotcha, gotcha. And so, what do you think? has been your biggest area of improvement, right? I think everybody can improve in, in all aspects when it comes to the gym, but what do you feel like from when you started to where you're at now, what has been that biggest improvement? I would definitely say um, my leadership. I just when I started, I wanted to be all my employees' best friend. I wanted to be nice. I wanted everybody to like me. And now I, can I cuss? I almost just drop it. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. No, no worries. Yeah, no, I don't give a shit if you like me or not. So uh, <laughs> I just tell them how it is from the, from the jump when we start or when they start employment, I I'm tough on them. Uh, I don't give any slack anymore. I used to be real lenient. You show up late. Oh, I know things happen. So now as you show up late, you're fired. Get out of here. I have time for it. Well, yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think if for the culture you want to build and the, the business you want to build, that's what it's going to take. You know, and I think to get to that next level, I mean, you know, 250 members at what you're doing, I think it, it has to go to show that you you have to be that way sometimes. And a lot of people do get taken advantage for being the way they are, right? Yeah. And so I've got two more questions for you here. My two favorite questions, Evan, and these usually take up the most time. So, you know, I know you've been in business for a while here, right? Seven years or so. What's the bigger picture? Let's say five, 10 years down the road. What are you trying to accomplish? Sure. Um, so like I said, uh, we, we want to open more locations. We could fill them. We could do that. The staffing is the biggest issue. So if I could figure out staffing, I don't even know if it's on me though. Uh, I follow broad markets across the globe and this is not a Ohio thing or a me thing. It's everywhere right now. Feds are raising interest rates, inflation is going crazy. So they're going to squeeze the job market that way. And it should lead to more people looking for jobs and easier to find people to hire. But when that happens, who knows? Um, I want to own all of our, I want to own multiple locations and I want to own the buildings that the multiple locations are at. So I don't want to lease or rent space anymore. I want to start buying buildings and filling those with our gyms and members. 
Yeah, I think that's the smartest approach, right? I think like why well, keep throwing money into a fire, right? I mean, you yeah, and I exactly. can own the whole entire building. And uh, one last question for you, Evan, and um, curious to see your response here. I know you kind of gave a little piece of advice before, but I, I'm curious to see your response here. You know, so if you could go back in time here to when you first started the gym sit yourself down with the knowledge you have now and give yourself that one piece of advice you think you really needed to hear when you first started, what would that advice be for you? Oh, fail faster. I think I, uh, I took my time making a lot of mistakes over the years, trying to perfect everything. Maybe like, I don't know, let's say it was a, a new program or something. I would wait and perfect and work on every little detail of it to before I released it. And now I'll like drop a rough draft and release it. And like, then I'll let the mistakes work themselves out. Cause I, you need to kind of get it out there to see how it reacts. So yeah. like we have a lot of kids in our program. We have a youth boxing program where we take them through these levels. And before we put the levels in there, we didn't know how it was going to happen. I planned it for like years to add these levels to our classes for the kids. And uh, then once I release it, we're changing it constantly anyways. So I would just do everything at, not impulsively, but you know, uh, fail faster. If I have an idea, try to implement it. If it works, build on it. If not, scratch it. I love that. I love that. Look, it's a good place to wrap things up on this episode, Evan. But before we sign out, if you have any social media, Facebook website, please, where can people find out more about you and the facility? Yeah, sure. Twotoneboxing.com, uh, Two-Tone Boxing Club is the Instagram handle, Two-Tone Boxing Club on uh, Facebook. Uh, we got all the socials, everything out there. We also have something called the Two-Tone Youth Boxing Academy, which is just focused on our youth members. So you can look those up on all the socials as well. There we go. There you go. We absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast. And I look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. If you don't mind sticking around for two more seconds, just want to let you know how you can get the podcast. I'd really appreciate it. I'm just going to go ahead and sign everybody else out over here, okay? Gotcha. Awesome. And to everybody else who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit the like and subscribe button. And if you want to come in, join us and talk about your fitness business, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets, at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.